Vermont bans the militia, debunking fake news, and Ted Cruz at the border. This is The Loaded Mike, and I'm Dan Wass. Vermont Governor Phil Scott recently signed legislation banning paramilitary or militia activity. The law prohibits a person from teaching, training, or demonstrating to anyone else the use, application, or making of a firearm, explosive, or incendiary device capable of causing injury or death that will be used in or in furtherance of a civil disorder. It also bans a person from assembling with others for such training, instruction, or practice. Violators would face up to five years in prison, a $50,000 fine, or both. Now, the problem with this new law's definition is that it's based on future intent. So who will be determining intent? Will Vermont residents be subjected to what members of law enforcement think they might do with their training in the future? This law seems to be based on hypothetical actions that haven't happened yet. How can anyone determine if something will be used in or in furtherance of a civil disorder? Remember, this law doesn't criminalize militia activity, rather the, rather the training that may or may not be used during militia activity. Besides that, who will determine the definition of civil disorder? It would seem state governments may be feeling the pressure they're, put, they're getting in response to the unconstitutional gun laws they're attempting to implement across the country. Several failed attempts at semi-auto, semi-automatic bans, magazine capacity restrictions, and other laws have been had since the Bruin case created the historical tradition precedent. Some may say it's been quite embarrassing for the gun grabbers and continues to reveal their unconstitutional behavior. When we examine the results of gun-free zones, red flag laws, semi-auto rifle bans, magazine capacity restrictions, bump stock bans, pistol brace restrictions, and the forfeiture of social media accounts to acquire a carry permit, we see that these laws and restrictions do nothing to curb the activity of criminals and most often perpetuate violence due to the fact that the laws themselves work to make good people unarmed and helpless. And we also recognize that the only people caught up in this spider web of restrictions are lawful American citizens, typically those who appreciate and want to preserve the freedom Americans fought and died for in the Revolutionary War. Now, the Second Amendment to the Constitution of the United States was adopted in 1791 as part of the Bill of Rights for the clear purpose of providing a check on congressional power under Article I, Section 8 to organize, arm, and discipline the federal militia. So what part of a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state does Phil Scott not like? Our founding fathers not only made provisions to allow for militia, but they also clearly stated that it was necessary. Could this attempt at banning militia training reveal the fact that government is not really looking out for the safety of citizens, but rather doing everything it can to prevent people from exercising the Second Amendment in the way it was originally intended? In the Federalist Paper 46, James Madison wrote that a militia of ordinary citizens would resist government tyranny. Madison also discussed what he thought to be an unlikely but possible scenario in which a tyrannical standing army emerged that was entirely at the devotion of the federal government. 
Madison assured that opposing that standing army would be a militia amounting to nearly half a million of citizens with arms in their hands, officered by men chosen from among themselves, fighting for their common liberties. Anti-Second Amendment advocate Gabby Gifford from the Gun Violence Prevention Group revealed the quiet part out loud when she said, this is a common sense policy that will help reduce the spread of dangerous, illegal, and anti-government firearms intimidation. It's becoming crystal clear why government works so hard to implement gun restrictions on lawful American citizens. The irony is, if government worked on behalf of the American citizens rather than positioning them as the enemy, there would be no fear of lawful Americans rising up against tyranny. The gun grabbers seem to have made their position clear. Many despise the fact that they can't rule over the very people they represent. The tyrants seem to be having a hard time holding back their true feelings when they create laws criminalizing the very text in the Second Amendment. So today, we're here on The Loaded Mic, and I wanted to talk about this topic and many other things with, you know him, and sometimes love him, the one and only John Chiara. Hello, all. Missed you last week. Sorry. Yeah, where were you? I don't know. Where was I? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, your boy was here, Anthony. We had a great show. We had it. We were we were just a couple of goofballs. That's all we were. Hey, so we need you here to kind of keep that sanity. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So help me out with this. Well, you this crazy thing screen around me. Um, I'll help you out with that, or help no, you out I'll with the help topic. Me out with the comments. Okay. So a couple questions I have. Okay. So just judging by what the your comments said. It seems that somebody thinks it's good to have a militia full of untrained people. Is that what they want? Who? No, Vermont. I mean, it's okay to have a militia, but you can't train people to use guns. Well, apparently, I guess that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I guess you could look at it like that. Yeah, because, you know, um, James Madison said that the, that is... Well, the Second Amendment says... It's necessary for the for the necessary for the security of a free state. The militia is necessary for the security of a free state. And but what happens is the people in government understand that if they're bad, if they're tyrannical, that those people will rise up and take them out of office. Right. So they're creating laws to ban the actual meaning of the Second Amendment. Right. I, what are your thoughts? I know you had some thoughts on well, it. Well, that's what ahead. I think. It's, it seems that they're just completely disregarding it and saying, no, that's <laughs> not right. And we should... They just seem to want to discourage any responsible citizens at every turn in a lot of areas of our <clears throat> of our life today. But the gun thing is just so obvious that... Now, is Vermont an open carry state? Um, it is. As far as I know, it's an open carry, but it's also a constitutional carry. It's the very first... An only real constitutional carry state. In other words, there Vermont has never had um, a you permit, know. a handgun carry permit. Oh, yeah. So they're they're the original constitutional carry state. So so it's kind of ironic that um, <laughs> being such a such the foundation of Vermont has really been very pro Second Amendment, and to have this come along and and happen is just. Uh, Anybody can buy a gun, but nobody can be trained how to use one. Right, that's, exactly. That's and it's how they determine what you're going to use that training for. That's the thing. This all started because this guy 
was was training people, and they were all gathering and training at his camp. And um, he had some buildings on the property that weren't permitted and stuff. I guess he built some stuff. And they shut him down. They're in the process right now of shutting him down. He's facing jail time and all sorts of fines, $200 a day if he doesn't take the buildings down and all this stuff. And as a result of that, the, the people were training on his grounds, on right. his land. He was training and stuff. Were they doing that to 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 form a militia to be ready for this stuff? I don't know. If they were, oh, that's okay. That's what we were supposed to do. That's what James Madison said we were supposed to do. Right. But they didn't like the idea, so they're getting him on uh, permit violations and, and zoning pr- violations and stuff like that. And then they got the bright idea, let's create this new law for Vermont. So, well, I'm assuming it's particular politicians, legislators, activists, whatever, that are that are putting this together, that are pushing this kind of stuff. Because why would you care? I mean, if anybody yeah. can buy a gun, wouldn't you want them to be trained? I would think that would be a positive, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, they don't want them. Yeah, exactly. But they don't want them rising up against the government because they know that they're about to get tyrannical. See, no. Okay. And this is a good, <laughs> this is another, as I observe, typical left-wing misconception because they're all about big government taking orders from the top kind of thing. They think that, you know, all of us Trump cult members are getting our marching orders every day in our email and how to resist and how to do terrible things to the rest of the people. So they already believe in that kind of thing. So that's the things they go after. Like, well, we can't train people to do this organized thing because then that'll be a bad thing. When the whole idea of the militia in the first place was to protect the people against the tyrannical government if it came about. Right. So it, it seems it's convoluted. It's it's a worldview <laughs> that it's hard to talk people out of it. But Yeah, and I think what happened is government got too much power and leverage over the very people that they represent, and they know it, and they know they have leverage and power. And if we watch, if we pay attention to what happened with COVID, mm-hmm. we can see all the all the control mechanisms that were Absolutely. put in place. And I think they liked it. I think they liked the idea that they could, with a new with a, a news headline, they could control the population. Um, I think if they were to try, I don't, boy, I don't want to say it, but I, if they were to try another COVID shutdown kind of lockdown thing, I don't know what would happen. Oh, it's, 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 um, it's destroyed the world in many ways, just, and, just from the form of how now we have, just from the inflation that we have around the world and how... I just heard a report yesterday about how all kinds of new business startup things are are falling away around the world because of yeah. government regulation. Like business owners, entrepreneurs are saying, well, if they're going to be limiting this and limiting that, why would I want to go into that business? I can go over here and make something else, you know what I mean? And it's, it's but again, it's the long, long range um, outcomes that, the left just never seems to understand it's going to happen. And it's and then when, when it's here, when it shows up and starts knocking on your door like inflation, they're ignoring it or denying it. And it's just like, have you gone to the supermarket lately? Have you tried to buy a car, tried to buy a house? Nothing's cheap, and it's not going to get better. I, like I, I said, we're in the process of buying another kind of a vacation home, and um, the prices from five years ago right. even are just... Unbelievable. So everything's going up, and the 
problem is, you know, like pay rates really haven't gone up. Whatever's gone up has been killed by inflation. Yeah. And, you know, you have to have that equal balance. I mean, I don't want to see the dollar lose its value and and have to have, you know, pay a thousand dollars for a loaf of bread. I don't want to see that. But if the value of the dollar is going to go down, you need to make more of them at your job or or businesses like like I have several businesses and they need to be able to charge more money. But the problem is you have to also stay competitive. You already got $22 hamburgers out there, you know. It's it's crazy sometimes. You can go to a bar or restaurant and pay $22 for a hamburger, yeah. Everything's up. Alcohol's up. Everything's up. And and it, and really what it means is that the dollar's just lost value. Because they print too many of them. That's the right. problem with that. Well, we dig into that sometime, yeah. but that's just... And they don't, you can't even talk about that. Well, what do you mean? We, what about the debt ceiling? What about this? What about that? I said, what about the big picture here where everything is costing more and less and less people can afford to do what they did a right. couple years ago? How is that good for any of <clears throat> We need, I, I think we need to stop inflation by doing whatever we need to do, but we also, we need to produce more value here in America. If we can start drilling and we can start, you know, really, Absolutely. really encouraging entrepreneurs and encouraging companies to come here and, 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 re, and reduce the, the government regulations right. and the taxes on these corporations. That's what, right. <clears throat> Real businesses, not subsidized businesses. Yeah. Like, hey, let's build lithium batteries in the United States. Really? You know what's involved in building? First of all, you can't even mine lithium in the United States, so you're going to have to import lithium from China or someplace else anyway, and it's going to cost twice as much to do it here as it would cost there. And then the cars get bigger and the cars get... I'm speaking about electric vehicles basically right now as as one single example, but it's just it's going off the charts. There's no end in sight. I would love to see a Trump era again where businesses were coming here to America... Give them huge tax breaks. And right. I know the political left just, they, they lose their mind when you say give, give corporations tax breaks. But, but when you give a corporation tax breaks and you encourage them to build and employ and, and produce products, the, the, the economy changes in a positive way. Well, that's the basis of the economy. Without that, yeah. you have nothing. You just have subsidies and everything else. The problem is that the political left has demonized that part of capitalism and and people who can't focus on this and can't pay attention and don't understand it, they get angry anytime they hear businesses getting a tax break. <laughs> but when you do that, you, you're, you, you, they employ, they produce, right. and everybody is happy. Why not? Because, because here's, and here's the, here's the other side of this. When you tax the businesses, who do you think is actually paying those taxes? The consumer. Absolutely. They just tack it on. Businesses have a threshold of profit margin. Otherwise, they don't exist. Right. And, and, and if, they start, if that profit margin starts to, lose, starts to decrease, they add more to their, co- to, their, to their product. Absolutely. And the consumer ends up paying it. I say give, give, the, give the companies all the, all the breaks in the world. I agree. Um, anyway... Um, Okay, we, we got a lot of stuff here in the show I today. Know. I, I so want to, um, Danny, are you ready, ready for a woke patrol? I think you got to see this. We, I think it's time for a woke patrol. Woke patrol. Yeah, we don't want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. We don't want to scare anybody. So apparently we've forgotten what attractive is. Oh, boy. 
So take a look at this wokester, what this wokester has done to her face in the attempt to be woke. I call this woke the magic dragon face. She says she spent $64,000 on her demonic body transformation from glam to ghoulish. Now, look at her with the blonde hair. She was cute. It looks like she has a jellyfish in her mouth. But she was cute. Look, look. What causes someone to destroy themselves like this? Mental illness? I, it's got to be, man. I, I just... It's just, it's depressing. It's kind of like, it's troubling to see a pretty girl like that do that to herself. I just don't understand. Well, okay. Especially when people don't want you to judge them because of their choices. And then they make choices like that. And you're like, okay. I, how can I how not can judge it? <laughs> All right. So now, dragon, dragon face might not be for you. And that's totally understandable. There are many options when trying to win the, the Woke Mental Illness Award. Maybe something a little more sexy. You may want to experience the ultimate wokeness by making your lips look like carnival balloons. I call this one balloon lips. <laughs> <laughs> now, it, it looks, looks like a monkey's butt sideways. It does. <laughs> Oriental monkey. She's got the world's biggest lips. Now she wants to do her cheekbones. What, hap what has to happen in the mind of someone to, to do that? It's just so, dis it's so disturbing. We have these little segments so we can show the insanity on this show of what's going on in the world. But also, I want to make sure that we get to some of the, some of the real news and stuff yeah. like that, too. So I just want to. So one concern that I've been noticing is the crime rate in San Francisco. So we're getting off topic. So so the, the woke idiots, I don't know what they're going to do, but they can blow their faces up and do whatever the hell they want. But <laughs> we have to actually deal with crime rate in San Francisco because it affects, affects everybody, especially the people in California. So um, the crime rate in San Francisco is 64 per 1,000 residents. So explain this. It's so bad that with a crime rate of 64 per 1,000 residents, San Francisco has one of the highest crime rates in America compared to all communities of all sizes, from the smallest towns to the very largest cities. One's chance of becoming a victim of either violent or property crime in San Francisco is 1 in 16. So can we play this clip, Danny? Clip four? This is... Um, a Target store. Everything, <laughs> is, everything is locked up. <laughs> this is what happens in San Francisco. I thought it was only condoms and razor blades they locked up. Well, can you imagine going to the store? Everybody has to get assistance from a, from a clerk to unlock the... God. I thought it was just for like cigarettes and stuff like that. that you know, for, so kids underage don't buy. Now it's everything is locked up. So... Let me explain to give people perspective just how bad this one in 16 chance of being the victim of a violent crime, just how bad these odds really are by putting it into perspective. So here's where we get out our calculators. How many people are there in this country? 330 million, maybe. Yeah, I got I, I, I for the sake of this study, I put 325 million okay. people. Do you know how many violent crimes there are in the country every year? <clears throat> Tell us, Dan. 1.25 million violent crimes. Okay? You got 325 million people, and you've got 1.25 million 
violent Looks crimes. Like one out of 300, right? You're close. Yeah. National average <clears throat> violent crime rate. How did you? That's good math, by the way. You're pretty good at that. How did you do that? That was, that well, was, it was good. 300 and something and one point something. I, well, so. I needed a calculator to do it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get it right. You didn't, we weren't right, but it's close. National average of violent crime rate is one in 260. If you go by those numbers, 325 million people, 1.25 million violent crimes. Um, some people will say, I don't have to worry about that because I live in a nice area. <laughs> what about the others? Th that's what I mean. <laughs> if, if, if you live in beautiful suburbia, you know, and you don't have that issue, think about the people who live in San Francisco. If your odds got better, their odds got worse because the number of people in America didn't change and the number of violent crimes didn't change. Right. So that has to coagulate somewhere, to right? somewhere. Gotta, right. gotta make it up somewhere. Well, plus, I'm looking at that Target thing and I'm thinking, I bet things are more expensive in that store because they got all those locks on there. You got to have somebody come and unlock. They got to have more employees. It makes the, everything cost more, right? And just as a side note, I was... Um, I was watching, I was watching something, and it was uh, they were saying how people, you know, um, Walmart and Target are blaming a lot of their uh, loss of of money on crime, and that's part of it. It's probably a big part of it, but there's also, I saw a clip of walking somebody was walking into a Target or a, or a Walmart. I can't remember which one. And the first thing you see is all this gay pride stuff, all these rainbow shirts, all this queer queer shirts. Really? Celebrating all the LGBT stuff. And I would imagine that people are just like getting tired of this always constantly Shop in your face. Shop somewhere else. Yeah, right? yeah. So they're probably shopping somewhere else. But <clears throat> back to the uh, one, your, your, your rate, your odds of being a, a victim of a violent crime in America are one in 260. But that only means someone's odds got worse, like we talked about, if they live in Chicago. Um, so average is out of 260 people, 260 people, one person is going to be the victim in that, that year, in that two, group of 260 people, one person is going to be the victim. Now, go to San Francisco. That number, 260, goes down to 16 and one of those people among the 16 folks are going to be the victim. Can you imagine living in that every day? Why would you want to live there? That's crazy. It's, it's yeah, I, I couldn't imagine. So, but that's the kind of environment that Democrats are creating. So what are we going to, what are we going to do? I mean, they're creating it. And I'm assuming it's probably more so in Democratic run cities than Republican run cities, yeah. generally speaking, you know. No, it definitely is. Yep. It definitely is. If you take, I did some gun studies, and I, I remember studying the the four or five worst cities for violence, and not necessarily gun-related violence, but just violent cities. And uh, at the time, it was Chicago, Detroit, D.C., um, Baltimore. I right. think Newark, New Jersey was mm -hmm. in there, too. You take those cities out of the equation, and violent crime just goes way down. Well, see, that's why statistics can lie because people would use that in one way or maybe use it in another yeah. way, but that's how you have to analyze things. Yeah. It's just most people don't know how to analyze anything. They just look at something and go, oh, that's that. Right. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> it's only that there, 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 and there, right. and that's skewing the view of everything else that yeah. we're looking at. So <clears throat> let's let's talk about that, right? Let's have a conversation about that. Yeah. 
Yep. Well, I think we got another clip, don't we? We have another Chicago clip. Chicago. Every grocery store looks like this. Everything is either on the floor. Look at this. Can't even get no fucking food for my kids, G. Look at this. Came in the store to try to buy something. Cause I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a thief. Look at this. In my hood, can't even get no food for my kids. We're open. Milk. Can't even get nothing for my kids, bro. I feel like an animal, and black people made me feel like an animal. Y'all did this to us. Look at this. Look at this. Can you imagine? Look at the store. Look at this. But we, we, we this, this is what we're fighting for. This is honoring George Floyd. People who already couldn't feed their kids, now they really can't feed their kids. Look at this. I am so devastated right now. I am so devastated right now, G. This is not okay. For us to have to live like this, we do stupid shit like this all the time, and we so black proud. We so black and proud that we ain't gonna never be honest and be real about what's really going on. Y'all are so wrong for this. You came in your neighborhood and fucked up your shit. Hmm. There's me a force to live like that. That's the store you walk into. That's your neighborhood store, and you have a car. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't steal any of the leaks, though. I saw they were all there. Well, she says later in the video, <clears throat> they, we had to cut it short, but later on she gets to the produce section. All the, all the produce is there. <laughs> they didn't steal any vegetables. No fruits or vegetables. No broccoli thieves. Yeah. Um, what a sad, just sad, man. I, uh, I don't even really know what to say. Once that starts, how do you stop it? You don't have personnel in the store to deal with that. They're, no. they're going to stock the shelves and... Why do you want to live like that? It's just simple. It's just simple actions. <clears throat> You're going to want to live like that and destroy your own. What do they say? Don't crap where you eat. Why? Why would you do that? What's the benefit of destroying your own store where you're going to need to go? To f- I, it just doesn't make doesn't make and any sense. And that was where Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. You know, and they say Lori Lightfoot is. I guess out or on her way out, and they say the new guy's even worse. He's even more woke. He's even more uh, pro criminal. Pro criminal. Like yeah. yeah, I'm going to run on a pro pro criminal platform. Uh, the world. What are we doing? I, I wish I knew what we were doing. Um, but you know, it, I don't know. It's just it's just kind of a it's a shame. I wish people would. Realize that it's it's all your actions. If you just take the right action, take a good positive action at everything you do, the whole world would change. But it seems like everybody is so destructive. It's it's like the actions of these people to do that in a store like right. that is just such a it comes from such a destructive nature. Right. I've, I've been mad before and I wanted to break stuff, but that's a fleeting moment. And you know, you might punch a wall, but but this is this is animalistic. I, I don't know how to what happens at home. We should oh go on, we should go on a road trip, start knocking on doors. Excuse me. Um 
We saw your son on a video here looting well, this Walmart. What, what goes on here? I mean, I can tell you what goes on in a lot of these houses. I mean, you know, I have a lot of rental incomes and some in low-income town. And um, you hear a lot of uh, a lot of yelling and fighting and swearing at each other and, and nasty name-calling, right. yelling at the children, the kids running around barefoot, messy house with all sorts of who knows what's on the floor. Um but I've seen a lot of stuff in, in apartment buildings, right. apartment houses, and stuff like that. And uh, it's it's awful. And it's uh, got to be generational, right? They learned yeah. that from the from the last generation. So got, got to. Yep. Danny's wrapping us up. We're going to be back with uh, Knuckle Sandwich. We got some Ted Cruz stuff. We got um, a new a new segment called Triggered. You're going to love it. Stick around. It's going to be great. Holster Gator, when seconds matter. The media and politicians create terms like gun violence and ghost gun and assault weapon to change the narrative around guns in America. The entire anti-gun fear campaign is built on the reactive emotions of people who don't know any better. And the media seeks their support for gun restrictions. In Good Gun, Bad Guy, I give you the behind-the-scenes look into the mind of the anti-gun radical because before we can defeat them, we need to understand their tactics. Good Gun, Bad Guy 2 exposes the media strategies used to create a perpetual state of irrational gun fear and hatred toward gun owners. Good Gun, Bad Guy 3 reveals the political motives behind the gun grab, why the left wants an unarmed population, and what we can do to thwart their efforts. The anti-Second Amendment radicals started this evil game. Good Gun, Bad Guy is the rule book they hoped you would never see. Go to goodgunbadguy.com to get your copy or purchase the entire series. All right, so we're back. And John, I wanted to tell you about something. I don't know if you've ever heard of. Have you ever heard of the Holster Gator? I was wearing their T-shirt the other day proudly in public. It was very. I got a lot of comments on it too. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a cool shirt. That's a cool yeah. shirt. Yeah, if people can see the logo, they'll probably see the logo. They probably saw it in the commercial that we just uh, that we just aired. Yeah, Holster Gator, very cool. Um, it's a really cool device. What it does is it attaches to your car under the dashboard or to your bed frame or under your desk or wherever you want your handgun for quick access. So what you do is you, this device, let me see if I can get that. Okay, I gotta be able to see it here. Where is it? There, there, you can see the slots in it and stuff. This very simple device, but very cleverly created, mounts, and then your holster attaches right to it. So when you're, when you're drawing your gun, John's sneezing. Get a button. Sneezing through the live read. All right, well, when you draw your gun, you're drawing it from your own holster because a lot of times you get in your car and you take your gun out and you might put it in your magnet or whatever you Throw it on the dash. Throw it on the No, we don't throw it. <laughs> and you might take your holster out, put it on the front seat or put it in the drink holder, whatever you do. 
In this case, you take your entire holster out and you attach it to the holster gator. So when you draw your gun, you're drawing it from your holster. Your holster is giving you trigger protection. It's just a great, great uh, device. Um, it's the perfect device, especially for traveling. And you got to check it out at holstergator.com. Make sure to the, make sure to use the discount code loaded because you'll get 20% off the holster gator. Now they've added uh, holster clips and everything. So you can, your holster will accommodate the holster gator and they have all different models and stuff. The crazy stuff. Go to the website, check it out. It's really cool stuff. Holstergator.com and 20% discount. Use the code loaded, like as in loaded Mike. Um, okay. So what's next? What's next? We're going to, we're going to keep it fun. We're going to keep it fun. We got a knuckle sandwich here and I want you to see Oh, is there a woman involved in well, this? Well, you'll now? see. I'm not going to say anything. You'll see. Watch. Can we play? The, can we show that that photo, the knuckle sandwich photo? And I want to get your cut. What's that? I got no, 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 no. Not that one. That we'll save that one for, for later. Um, is there a knuckle sandwich photo? Okay. Um, all right. So let's move on. We'll let you do that, and we'll move on. And we'll come back to Knuckle Sandwich. You want to do that? Do we need to edit there, or can we roll through? Okay. Um, okay. So we're gonna while while Danny's uh, getting those Knuckle Sandwich photos, I want we'll we'll go on to this next story. Um, this is what Biden and his team of corrupt Democrats really think of you and your safety. Not to mention children being abused by his open border. And it's all for votes to keep Democrats in office. But Ted Cruz, what are we doing? Okay. But Ted Cruz puts fake news in their place on Biden's border crisis. So all the talk that we hear about, the op about um, oh, the border's secure, it's all great. Um, you don't have nothing to worry about um, Ted Cruz in this next clip. Are we ready for the Ted Cruz clip, Danny? Okay. Um, let play this clip, clip, and then we'll we'll talk about it. It's Ted Cruz. And when those kids cross, the teenage boys who owe thousands of dollars to the cartels, the Biden administration flies them to every city in America. They fly them to Kansas, and there, those teenage boys are forced to work for the Mexican drug cartels, committing crimes to pay off the money they owe. And if they don't pay it off, they'll murder their families. And I'll tell you, as bad as the boys have it, the girls have it worse. There are thousands upon thousands of teenage girls trapped in sex slavery. And yet, for those of you in the media who don't report on that, you should be ashamed. This is evil. And the reason you don't see any Democrats here is they can't defend this. They're counting on the press not to cover it. It's wrong. Thank, Thank you. you. So... <laughs> Sounds right to me. What's going on? You we know? talk. We talk about the girls being used as sex slaves and 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 all the sexual sex trafficking and stuff like that. And it's just so awful to to think about that stuff. But he just said something there that I never even realized. He said the boys have to commit crimes when they get here to make money to send back to the the cartel. Or the cartel will kill their families back in Honduras or Mexico, wherever they are. Yep, yep. Can you imagine coming here and having the fear of your parents and sisters and brothers getting killed? No. And it's it's even cur it's curious to me that 
people sign up for that in the first place. Like, here's my 16-year-old son. <coughs> We're going to send him to America so he can commit crimes to send money back so nobody right. cuts our fingers off. You know what I mean? That's the kind of... It's pretty. The whole the whole process is wacky, right? So you can't encourage it. You can't let it go on because it's just it's terrible on all ends. And like you say, a lot of these people are coming from Central America and stuff. They don't have anywhere to go. They're stuck here. They got to do whatever whoever is controlling them tells them to do. Right? They have no choice. And the cartels always have some form of leverage on them. I didn't realize that that they're actually going back to their families and. <clears throat> and they've probably killed, I'm sure they've killed some to set an example. Sure. You heard about the, the Rodriguez family just got killed because the son came to America and didn't fulfill his duties. So, I mean, can you imagine the fear? <clears throat> I just I just think it's, I can't believe it. It's evil. Yeah, like it, it's yeah. absolutely evil. Um, and then the Biden administration is just seems to be encouraging it. So why isn't this front page news, though? Because... You get the girl with the lips and the dragon face. That's on the news. And we have yeah. to worry about all this other stuff. And stuff, things where people are actually being killed over and forced into criminal lives of crime. Yeah. It's not something that you... I never hear about it. No. No. Well, of course not. You're not going to hear it. I, I, I know. It's a shame because... You know, the, the, the media, the left-wing media... They don't want – imagine if they started admitting that, yes, this is going on, and we've been covering it up for how many – how long? Long. They're locked in. <laughs> They're locked in. They ever locked that yet. How do you get out of that? How do you get out of that? <clears throat> you can't say, oops, we didn't know, because we've been screaming it from the mountaintops. Uh, senators and people, you know, like Ted Cruz are saying it. So I just – they can't turn back. They can't change their position. They just got to keep going. Well, this needs to be part of a presidential campaign. Campaign. Though. Yeah. This is stuff that whoever's going to run for president needs to address and talk about and take a stand on, because I don't think that anybody would agree with that, right? No. I don't think no, nobody that I know would. I can't even imagine anybody rational agreeing with. Okay, we'll just let these cartels do whatever they want. Especially when it comes to the sex slave stuff. I mean, it's like taboo. Why would you approve of that? And that's the strange thing. It's not so much taboo anymore on with Democrats. It's just not. Okay. I mean, look how they protected, um, what's his name? The guy who, uh, um, what's his name? The island guy. Weinstein. No, not Weinstein. Oh, no. Um, Epstein. Epstein. Weinstein. Look how was. <laughs> Epstein. Look how they protected him and then killed him. So he wouldn't talk. And now you don't hear anything from uh, Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell. No. And so she gets arrested <clears throat> for participating in sex trafficking minors. She gets arrested, but to who? Who did she traffic them to? Like, who were the Johns, right? right. Who were the, the guys who came to the island and, and would abuse these young girls. Right. We don't know that. But she got arrested for doing it, but but they won't tell you who who the guys were who were going to the island. Which is totally abnormal, right? In any criminal investigation, you find out all that stuff through yeah. discovery, right? You know all the stuff that's going on. I think you we know, know the victims, you know this, you know that, you know the perpetrators, hopefully. Yeah, well, that's 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 right. That's what I was looking for. The perpetrators. We we don't 
We don't know who the perpetrators are. I think we do know who the perpetrators are. We just, they won't, re- they won't release it. So, you know, I, I, it's just, uh, I don't know. We're, this is where we're at with Democrats. This is the stuff that we have to stop. They are not going to stop this behavior. So we have to be the adults in the room, and we have to stop it somehow, right. whether that means winning presidential election or, or, or I don't know what. Um, well, their behavior is ignoring it, right? That's what's going on. That's why we never hear about it. That has to stop. Somebody has to bring it to light. And I'm sure there's people that are doing that. There's people that are, you know, either running campaigns or writing articles and, you know, doing podcasts and talking about this stuff every day. I'm sure they are, but you never hear about it in the mainstream media. So, again, as usual, for everything you don't hear about in the mainstream media, half the people out there in the country never hear at all. Yeah. don't even know that it exists. Right. I bet you could get no details about this from anybody that just watches mainstream media. They would know nothing. No, and that's right. sad. They right. actually are taught the opposite, that the border is secure. <sighs> Can you believe living in such a delusional state? <laughs> my news goes to CNN, and that's all I watch. And then I might watch my, my local news at, at 6 at night. Which is just as bad. <laughs> it's just as bad. They don't see all this stuff. Like that, that Ted Cruz speech. Right. They'll, never, they'll never see it. And if they do... They'll, they'll think he's full of crap. Oh, he's lying. He's making it up. Right. He's just a Republican. I can't believe him because he's a Republican. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so, it's so disturbing. But that's the methodology. I was just watching a Jordan Peterson video today talking to a guy who I uh, can't think of his name. He wrote a book. and He's got a new book out on the colonization, the, the good and the bad about the British Empire and stuff, all the different things that happened with the colonies and all the abuses and all the benefits and whatever, whatever. But he stated today during the interview that he said – he says the methodology is is that they just decide that certain people are not to be listened to and they just don't listen to you, regardless of what it is you're saying, regardless of how backed up it is, regardless of how accurate it is. They decide that you're the bad guy, can't listen to you. Yeah. So they don't even want to. They don't even want to listen. I have so many conversations with people. I said, well, will, will you look at this? and see? No, no, not listening to that person. They're a bad person. <laughs> How much do you know about that person? You read something somewhere that said they were a bad person. CNN said they were a bad person, and you believe CNN. So it just short circuits the whole normal discussion process. I'm working on a on an article right now that talks about that stuff. It talks about how um, <clears throat> I hate to keep using the word brainwashing, but it is kind of a, a it's brainwashing. brainwashing. It's, sure, it's, it's a it's a repetitive. Um, conditioning of certain thoughts and certain processes. And your brain loves that stuff. So you latch onto it and you're in there and everybody agrees. Oh, I'm on the right side of history. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tony Robbins used to call it anchoring. I think you anchor a belief and, um, and if, and, and, and if they can get you, uh, to develop a belief based on a shock value, like in other words, a school killing and all of a sudden, here comes the AR-15. Oh, my God. And these people who don't know any better are shocked. Yep. This AR-15, this is awful. These children dying, the blood and all this stuff. And so if they can if they can create that kind of drama, they can maybe anchor a belief in you yep. that guns are bad and all that stuff. If they can't do that, they do it repetitively. Right. 
just constant repetition of the same talking points over and over, and pretty soon your brain just anchors it and latches on. They use both strategies. Watch CNN. Watch any of these news outlets. They use both strategies simultaneously. Yep. So if one doesn't work on you, the other one will. It's it's so it's so devious, but <laughs> people are falling for it. Well, you can tell because you go to different news outlets and you watch clips, and they're all saying exactly the same thing. Yeah, like, who wrote that? Yeah, <laughs> these these companies aren't even connected to each other. How? Who wrote that? Somebody's getting marching orders. But again, yeah. if you're on the left, a lot of times you think that that's the way things are supposed to work. These are the people that are right. We're going to believe whatever they say, no matter what. And everybody that's wrong, we're not going to pay any attention to or listen to anything they say. Really intelligent. No, I, I know. And the problem is it actually it actually works. It, sure. It it works. Actually, it, it works because people don't know any better. And I, we're all, we all fall victim to well, it. Well, it's a basic marketing model. It works. It's been proven to work. That's its persuasion techniques, and they work. Your brain wants to... They want consensus. Well, like you said, first of all, you have fear, which is the most powerful motivator. And then if you don't have fear, you just keep repeating it until you have consensus. Everybody wants to have everybody agree with their opinions. That's, it's a good feeling. Oh, I'm on the right side. It's good. That's another thing that I, I talked about. I talked about in Good Gun, Bad Guy. You can see right here, the very first book right there, talked about um, the sitting at the popular table. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you might remember in junior high school there was the popular Absolutely. table. All the all the popular kids sat there, and if you if you didn't have a certain level of self esteem, self esteem, and you wanted to be part of that group, you would do just about anything to be part of that group. Sure. Kids are very vulnerable like that, so you have we have that what in us, you well, know, that need to be. How many times be, do you see that in movies and stuff? Kids in school yeah. and all the popular kids. I just watched some old older TV show the other day about a girl who was in a sorority and 30 years, 20 years later, people are killing people because of stuff that happened yeah. because they wanted to be popular and they were shunned and how emotional it is and all this crazy yeah. crap. So it's all pretty sinister stuff, but it's targeted at, at weak minded people because there's always those kids who are like, screw you. I have no interest in sitting at your, sitting at your stupid table. You can all kiss my ass. There were those kids too. Yeah, absolutely. And those kids, were able to stand on their own. They didn't need the reassurance from other people. It's just part of human nature. But I think the deviant ones who want to manipulate society understand that part of humanity. Sure they do. And they use that against us, uh, and they get those, those type of people to gravitate toward them. Oh, if you, if you don't do this... Then you're yeah you're gonna have to you're gonna be an outcast you're gonna have right, to it's stay. shunning basically shunning That's right what it is right right so lots of strategies going on lots of psychological strategies that I don't think people really even recognize well, if you don't study psychological strategies you don't recognize right. them when you see them just right. like anything else right. if you don't study calculus you don't say oh there's this calculus equation I know how to do that yeah it never, that, that's not how your brain works you know right it's, you have to read a book every once in a while. <laughs> Read a book. Read a damn book. All right. Can we get back to Knuckle Sandwich? Okay. Let, you got to see these. Let, let's 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 uh, so get excited. to a lighter note here. So this this girl says MFs against gun control. What's MFs? What is that? Mother effers. Oh Jesus. Mother effers against gun control. Be like, well, if we ban carrying, what happens if someone pulls a gun on me? So she's making fun of of the the gun owners, you know, pro-gun people. And then she says, 
what gun are they going to be allowed to pull on you if there's a band to carry? (laughs) 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 This is the the illogic that they... There's already a ban against shooting people, but people still shoot people. Uh, It's like there's a... Like there's a dark spot in their brain when it comes to this stuff. That to to be under the assumption that because there's a ban on something, that the bad people are going to pay any attention to the ban is just it's an irrational thought. It's not it's not rational. They can't observe that because it doesn't. Everything that happens bad, it happens from people that are not obeying the rules, right? So why would you think the rule is going to keep ready? It's that's basic insanity right there. It's actually it's it's basic willful ignorance is what it is because they won't look at what actually happens and say, well, wait a minute, maybe there's something going on here that we should incorporate into our view of the world. No, just ban the guns and everything will be good. <laughs> they've been trying to ban guns and they've they've been successful in lots of unconstitutional gun restrictions. They've created gun-free zones. They've done all this stuff. And everything we see, all the gun restrictions do is they eliminate or prevent good people from being able right. to protect themselves. And they do nothing to deter the bad guys. It, it, it's just where there's more gun control, there's more violence. Look at Chicago. Look at Detroit. Look at all these cities. Yep. Where there's more concealed carry, constitutional carry states, that's where, the, where there's less crime. Because, because the bad guys see somebody walking into the grocery store with a 1911 on their hip, they're probably not going to do bad stuff. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so, so, so we're still in the knuckle sandwich segment here. I want one more. We got one more knuckle sandwich photo before we give them the actual virtual knuckle sandwich. So this, this, is, um, this was interesting to me. She says, this girl on the left... <laughs> Um, she says, my boyfriend's cancer battle was ruining my, me- my mental health. So I left him. So she leaves this guy while he's fighting for his life with cancer. And then she says, now I'm running a marathon in his honor. Exactly the same thing. <laughs> take, care, take care of my loved one or run a marathon. Oh, it's. Wow. So she turns his ba- her back on this guy who's fighting for his life. And then I guess to 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 appear um, noble, she goes and she runs this marathon, which she probably wanted to do anyway, right? She say, just she, uses you know, just decide. Hey, I'm going <laughs> to become a marathon runner because my boyfriend has cancer. My ex boyfriend has cancer. <sighs> just uh, so I think that these both these I agree deserve a, a knuckle sandwich. Knuckle sandwich. Right. And were they were they both women? <clears throat> Uh, yes, I think oh, so. C-I-R, Dan. <clears throat> I, I, I'm not sexist at all. They, w- women or men will get the knuckle, the virtual. <laughs> it's a virtual knuckle sandwich. If anybody has the, in, the idea that we want to actually punch people, it's not true. It's just a virtual knuckle sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's just to be funny. That's all. It's just for fun. I've never hit a girl. No. For the record. Of course not. Never. Um, there is another topic, and we we are getting to we're we're almost out of time here, but um, we got a, a segment, a new segment coming up here, and I'll like tell how you about excited that. Dan gets when he figures out something new. <laughs> <It's> to do. Just, <laughs> I like the new segment. It's just goofy because we we got Knuckle Sandwich, we got um, we got Woke Patrol, and now we got a new 
a new segment called Triggered, and that's coming up here in a second. So just stick around for that. But I want to do one more thing. We haven't talked about COVID in a while, and I think it's important because now we're starting to see pregnancy uh, issues because of the COVID vaccine. Should I say vaccine? I, yeah, we're on we're on Rumble in our own network, so screw YouTube. Um, can we can we show me show me that uh, video that COVID uh, COVID photo rather? So here are some stats from CHD TV. Compared to the flu vaccine, COVID-19 shots are associated with a significant increase in adverse events among women of reproductive age. And you have this whole study on reproductive stuff. The data revealed a 27-fold higher risk of miscarriage and a more than two-fold increased risk of adverse fetal outcomes across six different categories following COVID-19 shots. COVID-19 shots contents are... um, is that supposed to be blood distributed? Biodistributed. Oh, biodistributed. Sorry. Yep. Biodistributed into the bloodstream within hours and cross all um, all physiologic barriers, uh, including the maternal placenta fetal barrier. Now we heard we're hearing stories now about the placenta breaking down, and that's oh, what really? they're talking about here, um, and the blood brain barriers in both mother and the fetus. Uh, Birth rates in multiple European countries fell significantly at the end of 21 months after the COVID-19 shots became wildly utilized. And researchers have called for the immediate suspension of COVID-19 vaccination for all persons of childbearing and reproductive age. So they called for the suspension of the vaccination at this point. Um, Why didn't we know about this before? Why are we hearing about it now? And wouldn't you think that no. it would make sense to, to do these studies before giving a whole... Yeah. Well, it's a follow the money thing. I'm, you yeah. know, I mean, they... And I, I think we were all between a rock and a hard place because everybody thought that you have to have had a vaccine. Otherwise, you know, millions of people were going to die automatically. And now we know later on that that's probably not the case. And the data is all over the place. I know somebody just... Month and a half ago, got COVID again, and they were on the couch for a week and a half. Yeah, everybody reacts differently. You know what I mean? Of course, they were probably already vaccinated before. <laughs> I don't know about that. But if you're still getting the if you're still getting the virus and you've been vaccinated, vaccinated like with triple boosters and stuff, I mean, why did you get the booster? Well, my friend in the Dominican Republic called me today. He asked his doctor, and the doctors had COVID twice, and he's had all of his shots and all of his boosters, and he's just so. Isn't it? Don't these people? Well, I think there's a sinister under current here i think the point is is that the whole idea i think in the beginning of the mrna technology was to treat cancer and i've seen things in the last couple weeks coming out saying well now that we know that the mrna actually works (laughs) so this whole thing was i think just a big freaking test with no liability yeah drug companies weren't liable. that was the first thing that was the first thing i heard when when i Figured, when I learned that the drug companies weren't liable right. and the thing well, hadn't, hadn't been... I mean, if they were going to be liable, they never would have of course not. the vaccine. Of course not. So yep. They had to do it that way. It's, it's sinister sounding, but I mean, that's one scenario. Yep. That's a possibility. Sure. All right. We're running out of time. Let's get to it. Um, because society has lost its mind and no one is calling out the insanity, actually many people are celebrating the insanity, mm-hmm. uh, we at The Loaded Mike thought it was time to help the lunatics among us recognize just how emotionally reactive and ridiculous they are in the hopes of encouraging them to stay in the basement if they can't conduct themselves in a reasonable manner, normal like normal human beings would. So we created a new segment called... 
So in this triggered clip, an older woman seems to think she owns the parking lot, but the man in the car is not having a bit of her nonsense. She, she demands he moves his car and calls him disgusting, and he ends the interaction with the best comeback ever. She is triggered. I got to play. You're going to be in real trouble. You're sitting in the car. I need to park here. Uh, no, I'm parking here. I live here. Well, get out. You no, don't have a car pass. I do, and it's not your business. I live here. You're here a lot, and I see you. You don't live here. And even so, I need lot. to park here. That's not how it works. You are a disgusting piece of crap. Your mother. <laughs> Is that hysterical? Your mother. She's like 90 years old, and he's talking about her mother. I see you here a lot. I see her a lot. <laughs> you don't that? live here. Right? <laughs> uh, I just wanted to end on that funny note. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, but anyway, so uh, any last thoughts before we wrap up? Is that it? That was it. Um, well, you know. We're going to your house for dinner, right? Yep. There we go. Dinner at my house tonight. Nothing like Dan on the grill with a spatula in his hand and a cigar in the other hand. We got burgers. We got steaks. We got hot dogs. Oh, boy. Look at that. It's going to be good. But anyway, so that's later. Danny Walsh Jr. is coming. It's going to be a good time. But anyway, um, thanks for watching. Loaded Mike. We appreciate you watching us uh, every week, and we do our best to try to keep you entertained. Um you can catch us on Rumble. We also are on the Simul TV Network, Right America Media, uh, Ops Lens, and the Key Radio Networks. And you can catch the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, whatever your favorite podcast app is. I'm Dan Wass, and the Second Amendment is not a privilege. It's your right.